Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today, a young actor, Fawn Castillo. He's uh, new to acting. He's a multifaceted career of taking off. Um, he heard about uh, Robert Downey Jr. offer a stage bit of advice during an interview. And so it, it really kind of something that stuck with him. And uh, he's had a bug of acting since he was a child. You know, he went to Disneyland. He saw the Indiana Jones roles and said, those are actors. They look like they're having fun. If there's a camera around, he would play up to it. And it was just something that really caught the bug with him. Not stage acting. He likes TV and he likes uh, working on film. He launched his career with a busy slate of projects in 2018, including the featured extra parts in the TV series Bride Killer, Copycat Killers, and advertisement projects for Georgetown University Hospital. And also he is the face of chic stylist and you can see his lovely face up there and so this is a young man that is in the beginning of his career and really looking to obviously follow it and see where it goes i just had a another actor uncle danny Wynn, who actually came to acting later in life and uh, um, left his career and everything and, and went into it later in life um, because when the bug is there, it's there. And for you, um, it seems to have been something that you've always been very, very intrigued with. Welcome to the show, Thorn. Hi. Yeah. We Love do have here. a bit of delay, folks. So sorry, we, he's on a farm, so the internet isn't great. So bear with us if our if our technology is not working so well with us here today. Um, you landed this wonderful uh, advertisement for Schick, which is always great because it puts you out there. How did you land that uh, role to do that? How did you land that part? Um, I went to New York. Well, my acting coach had a talent agent that I've been with for months now. And my acting coach was like in Philadelphia, I have a friend who was a student and then also became a talent agent in New York City, started working for them at one point in their career. And, you know, they came down as a guest to, you know, look for talent and stuff and bring your headshot. So I immediately went up that day. Um, I don't always go up to Philadelphia. Um, he's in other cities as well and a city that's closer to me. But I specifically went up one of these times to Philadelphia to meet the talent agent. And I gave my headshot. They're like, submit on, um, you know, the internet. And then out of all the students in the class, I was the only one that went. I didn't recognize anybody else there. Everybody else that was at the, you know, meeting for the talent agent um, was from New York. And I'm from Virginia. And, you know, they signed me on as a just an ongoing deal, non-exclusive um, so I could look for my own stuff or I could be with another agency. But um, so I started, you know, just, you know, then promoting me to get, you know, uh, jobs, specifically modeling and commercials. And one day they called me and they're all excited. Even the owner of the agency 
called me because they were excited about uh, the major brand, Chick Razor. And um, my former agent, who's now in Hawaii, they, she moved, was uh, J- Jane Hilflinger, the cousin of Tommy Hilflinger. Mm-hmm. And the agency is a funny face today. And they were very excited. You know, we got a major brand. This is like one of the biggest things for us. And she was working really hard to, you know, get the uh, Chick Razor. And they wanted to see many photos. And then, so I got that. And then I went to, you know, are you going to be able to get to New Haven, Connecticut? So I went up there and then I did an additional video shoot in um, Brooklyn, New York, uh, about a month later. And um, yeah, I don't know. The whole experience was really cool. And they're like, wow, we're moving fast. You know, I I don't think that, you know, um, we've worked with somebody that's, you know, fast, you know, taking the pictures and stuff. Um, But I, you know, over the months of, you know, previously working with my acting coach, I think that definitely helped, you know, do the expressions. And Mm -hmm. I mean, modeling is not acting, but you still have to portray a certain like feature or smile or something. Um, and I just think working with my acting coach, even for modeling, you know, did help in some way uh, oh, doing the shoot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and a different so, yeah, form that, of that acting. was all really cool. And right. Yeah. And then, you know, we kind of, you know, moved on from there and then, well, then unfortunately COVID, but we're getting mm-hmm. back into it. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, right now is the time to, you know, hone your skills, uh, you know, that's while you're waiting to kind of get back yeah. out there. There's a lot of things you can do. You can, you know, watch movies and TV series, you know, as just saying with Danny, um, try out different characters in the mirror. Right. Different dialects, different looks, different approaches. Yeah. And all of this is, you know, just kind of, yeah, hurry up and wait. But at the same time, time that you can just be honing those skills into something else but in the meantime your face is out there so you know people aren't standing still in the world they're looking aren't they they're looking for who would be a good character for this role who who has the right face for that role and it's not always to do with your talent it's to do with it do you fit in the role or not so a lot of rejection comes about but at the same time it's always a good lesson isn't it yeah i've had um, i've been on quite a few auditions self tapes and i thought they went really well i've been to baltimore i've been to new york for an hbo uh, there was a small role on that i auditioned for and been to baltimore a few times uh what else i've done a few self tapes one of them was for national geographic mm-hmm. a mini series on that and um i did get one audition out of all the auditions i've done so far but i mean yeah audition is definitely a technique and a skill it's you know it's not easy no. but i mean there are actors life survival guide uh i read that she's like the way i look at it as and i've seen many interviews and watched stuff on youtube and mm. read stuff about actors and you know like how do you get good at auditioning or what's the secret to auditioning and you know all sorts of things about it, all sorts of you know things they talk about you know in auditions and how to do it um and so that book, that the Actors Life for Survival Guide by Jenna Fisher, is mm-hmm. a you know is a really good book. And she's like, um, when I was starting out as an actress before she got the role in The Office, uh, she's like, um, well, will I ever get an audition? She started to get worried. She's been there for years. She's like, well, then I started to think that 
like, how about each audition that you don't get is an audition that you will get later on. So mm -hmm. if, let's say it takes 50 auditions to get that one audition. Yes. Yeah, well, each audition is getting, you know, numbering it down, getting closer to that audition. And yeah, and yeah, so you're closer to that one that you will get. Exactly. And, it's, it's all exciting. And if you do a good audition, they might remember you. Right. Yes. I've lost your face. So hopefully come back in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, oh, the thing yeah. is, it's, it's um, you know, this, there we go. Technical back again. The whole thing about it is, is um, you've got to be willing to take rejection and not take it personally. It's just that you're not the right person for the role, mm -hmm. right? Um, but the more and more you get yourself out there, yeah. you know, they're going to go, you know what? There was this guy that auditioned for this role who I think would be good for that role. And so it never is a waste of time yeah. because you're putting yourself out there and hopefully leaving yeah. a memory for, for people to refer back to later. Yeah. Um, like my acting coach would say, he's like, if, you know, and in the book that I mentioned, you know, it's auditioning is like, if you go and do a good job and you're prepared and you do something for them to remember you, yeah. Um, not necessarily like my acting coach would say, not necessarily go flip over the table and jump out the window, but <laughs> just do something to, whether it's just like, you know, a certain look, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, you do the audition really well. Maybe you make a bold choice and, you know, I don't know you, like if they give you lines, maybe you want to do the audition angry. I don't know, you know, it might not call, like they may not say to do it angry. They may say, do it however you want. Um, but if you choose to do anger or something that is kind of memorable, like when you're auditioning for the character or something, they might be like, oh, that was really good. So I may not get it then, but maybe they'll be like later on, oh, well, you know, that would be good for that character. And they remembered that, you know, you did it that way. And, you know, um, yeah, and you book the audition later on. They're like, oh, we already know how you audition. So you yes. got the role anyway. Yeah, <laughs> later on, they might remember that and just give it to you. And that's yes. happened before. Yeah. With actors and yeah. actresses. So, absolutely. I've heard of that. Um, you know, the whole thing about it is, is you're in a very competitive market. And, you know, if you can get these commercials, mm -hmm. you know, that means your face is being out there all the time. You know, you've become the face of, but at the same time, it means your faces are there and it's subliminally getting into people's memories. So when you do go for an audition or they are looking through the book yeah. for a certain person, you know, that means that you're more in the forefront. So getting commercials is actually really, really, really good. There's a lot of very big actors out there that started off just doing commercials. Yeah. And I've heard, yeah, I heard a lot of that. Lindsay Lohan um, started off doing commercials. I mean, at a younger age, but you know, at really any age, mm -hmm. it's never too late. Uh, you just yeah. have to get out there and start doing it if that's what you really want to do. Um, and yeah, a lot of people started in commercials or modeling and then they went into TV acting, film acting, and some actors still do commercials. Oh, yes. Um, yes. You know, I, I well, also nowadays with COVID, I mean, but even before COVID, I saw, um, I watched the Big Bang Theory a lot. And so I would be watching, you know, some of the commercials and I'd be like, oh, you know, like Intel mm -hmm. commercial, um, Jim Parsons did, you know, an Intel commercial and Kelly Coco, if I say that name right, mm -hmm. she did, uh, was it Priceline, I think, like a, the, yeah, a booking website. 
commercial right? on TV. So, you know, they did that. Uh, you know, yeah. As, uh, you know, even, uh, even though they're big stars, you know, mm -hmm. they still do that. Um, now with COVID, I've seen Kevin Hart and, you know, like big stars, you know, um, do commercials now too. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't think you're ever too big to do commercials. I don't think it's ever, you know. Well, obviously the bigger the name. You're never like, it's, yeah. Right. You know, the, the pay, bigger the yeah. name, the more they're going to pay. <laughs> yeah, obviously for the name, but yeah. Yeah, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Everyone so, has to start somewhere. But I would think, you know, compared to, yeah, I would think compared to like doing a TV show or a movie, maybe a commercial mm. is a little easier. I'm sure yeah. it has its own challenges, but yeah. Yeah, most certainly. What kind of actor would you like to be? Is there a particular genre that you enjoy? Uh, superheroes, I guess. Mm. I always thought if they ever do like a Robin or a Nightwing TV show or movie, I would be Robin or Nightwing, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, you know, or like, uh, there's a lot of like, people like cops and a lot of crime shows, um, like, you know, uh, crime dramas or whatever. So I always thought maybe that. Um, I, I don't know if I have necessarily a cop look, but I guess I could work out and, you know, then I could be a cop, you know, get more, um, I guess, buff. Um, or, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stories you could do. I mean, maybe the cop doesn't necessarily have to be more strong and buff. No, um, no. Although I guess a superhero might be. But I think Robin is more skinnier and Nightwing is more skinnier. So, I mean, I, that could work. Mm -hmm. You don't have to necessarily be like, they don't have to be fit. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just happy doing anything, you know, mm -hmm. really, as long as I have a career in it. I, or a soap opera. I've been told I'd be good for a soap opera. Right. And actually, soap yeah. opera has uh, launched many a person's career. It's also a brilliant training ground because it's, you know, the amount of time you have to rehearse, the amount of time that you have to learn your lines. You know, it is not the same luxury as on a movie set. Um, so it really kind of forces you in there to hone your skill. But you're, you're out there all the time in front of people you know, already gathering your following. And for very, very often, the talent agents or detect, uh, directors, etc., will look at a soap opera for somebody who's got a certain persona or a certain look, you know, for their own TV show or movie. So soap opera is a great training ground to get into and a really good way of building up a following. I do have a, you know, a bit of a Spanish background, so you know, I am part Spanish. And so I do have that kind of European Spanish kind of look. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot no, of that's also probably why I've been told, you know, I would be good for a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, certainly. And, you know, back to kind of the look, I mean, you've got certain cop ones where, yes, you know, they've got the six pack and the muscles and all of that. Navy seals. Yes, you would need that look. But when you look at roles like um, uh, Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, and you look at the role in Endeavour, you know, they're slight. It's brain that they use, deduction that they use rather than muscle. So, you know, one doesn't always have to muscle up for something. There's still a lot of action movies or, um, you know, movies that are intellectual that you don't have to be beefy for. So it's, um, you know, if you get a role that they want you to beef up for, that's different, right? But it's, uh, there's plenty of roles out there for if you're not. Um, so you like the action type movies uh, or the roles. Those are the type of things that you, you enjoy the most. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I really admire, um, yeah, action, uh, horror, um, fantasy. I mean, I, I love Star Wars, so fantasy, mm. sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but really any movie, I mean, as long as it's a good story and stuff. Uh, comedy, I do enjoy, you know, comedies too. Um, I mean, I just like the art of film and TV show in general, but there's some genres that I'm more, I guess, attracted to that I watch a lot. Um, but, you know, those are probably that I mentioned probably a little bit more than others. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done any? I feel like with sci-fi and. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like with fantasy, sci-fi, superheroes, horror, I mean, like if you're in a comedy, I guess it's kind of easy, you know, but like you have to put special effects and you have to like add other elements you know, making it look like you're in space, you have to add other elements into the movie or TV show than just being in, you know, in a, like, coffee shop or something. Right. You know, so I feel like that makes it even more creative and more imaginative, I guess. Yeah. Especially um, for um, the actor, too, being, yes. you know, or actress being in that setting. Yeah. I'm a huge space fan. I love Star Wars. I have right since it first came out. Um, and I love, you know, where there aren't, any boundaries you know it's it's the wonderment isn't it of uh, there's no limitations of where we can go it's up to the imagination but that also means that the characters um do you watch um star trek discovery the tv series on right now yeah i watch a little bit of that uh you know there's one actor yeah, i watch a little bit of that uh it's not i don't we have a delay on. here folks so bear with us um i mean sometimes i'll yeah, sometimes you'll... Sometimes I'll see it on TV and I'll record it. Uh, but yeah, I don't always catch it Yeah, on TV. Well, what I like about it is, you know, they, they bring um, forth... What are you saying? They bring forth the alien look. There is one guy that is, I think he must be about six foot six and he's skinny as anything. And they've given him a wonderful character to play. You know, they've, they've taken his physique and created a look and a species around him. So sometimes having something rather unique about you can be very, very beneficial, especially in the space world, um, because it, it, uh, it creates a different canvas, you know, a wonderful imagination that's there. Um, and, you know, there's some wonderful shows out there. You've got Watchmen, that was brilliant. Um, and they're they're, they're out of world genres, but they really do allow imagination to, to really expand. Yeah, definitely. I think as an actor and actress being creative, well, I was always drawn to anything creativeness. First, you know, it was that I wanted to be an actor and when I was young and all that. And then I kind of dabbled in music a little bit. I did try to write some songs. Um, I had an idea for a cover album for a country music cover album. Um, and I think I got like three or four songs in and I played the drums for a bit. Um, and then I, you know, then I naturally went back to acting because uh, I guess, I mean, you can be creative with music, but to play like a character and a person and acting and like have to really like believe that you're that person mm. and make other people believe that you're that person. I mean, that's like true imaginative and like creative aspect of, you know, doing a, like a job and, you know, believing something um, that, I mean, your, that world exists, like mm -hmm. that world comes alive. 
and also the people that are watching it. And then you make like, well, Star Wars like that, you make a whole universe out of it. Exactly. I mean, you probably, they'll probably do it till the end of time. Because <laughs> I mean, it's like its own universe now. Yes. More like yes. Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the thing about having the music, you know, if you ever did a role where you need to play a musician, well, it's not something you have to learn. You already are that. So the more versatile you are, either with language or with other artistry, the more it broadens your ability to get hired. Yeah. And I, you know, I've heard that from interviews with Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. um, he, he specifically mentioned that. That he's like, uh, in an interview with off camera with Sam Jones, uh, he said, "So you're you're a professional dancer?" And Robert Downey Jr. was like, uh, "No, I wasn't a professional dancer per se." You know, I was like, "I don't want to call it that." He's like, "More, I did a bit of dancing," and he's like, "The reason I wanted to do dancing was anything an actor does is not bad. Anything an actor does is a tool for them to use in their you know career and for their you know craft because you know." really anything can help. I mean, there's, you know, like endless things that they might be looking for. And so if you're that person, that's like, you know, oh, I can dance a bit. And you know, sometimes they want to like an expert dancer. Sometimes, you know, they just want to know that you can dance a little bit to, you know, you know, get through it. And you can always learn more too. I mean, you know, actors have learned things mm -hmm. just for the specific role, you know, like playing an instrument or something, um, you know, to be able to do that role. So, right. and, and if you already know it, at least a little bit, then it shouldn't be too hard. And you can add that as a, you know, like a tool to, you know, further your career or get the role or, you know, lots of things. Yeah, a lot of the time in the industry, they're looking for people who are generalists, which means that you can be adaptable in many different type of roles. And that if you did need to new music or you did need to swim across the ocean or fly up in the sky that you know that you've dabbled and that you're versatile enough for it so the more you dip your toes into different experiences the more it, it pads up your resume yeah so i mean i don't really speak any languages but probably i, I mean i still know how to keep a rhythm on the drums um do you speak Spanish? I mean, I'm not like, well, I probably should get back to the tennis. Uh, I mean, I know random words here and there, like food, or I know shoes. So just like simple words here and there. But uh, so if somebody's speaking Spanish, I'll probably pick out a few here and there. But no, I don't really speak it like fluently. Um, but you, you could know, get uh, by. For sports, I know how to swim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> to get, maybe I should learn more. Yeah, um, so it's very, very had, good to have I that. I kind of found accent. I always found, like, dialects or accents more, you know, fascinating. But languages are good, too. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I know how to swim. I did play tennis for a bit. Maybe I should get back into tennis. But, um, yeah. So those are some of the sports. Uh, obviously, I live on a farm. My parents have done horses. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert rider, but not like my mom. But, you know, I could stay on a horse. I mean, you know, I, I know how to, like, hold the reins, kind of, and stuff like that. So I guess if they wanted a person that 
you know, for a horse or animal, you know, handling experience like horses. Yeah, I mean, I could do that. Um, yeah, I mean, you never know, so. you know, when a role comes up, what you're going to be asked to do. I mean, you know, the, the latest role <laughs> of, of Chadwick, uh, a wonderful actor that passed, you know, that he played with Leona Davis and, you know, he had to play, uh, I think it was the trumpet and, uh, and he learned that, you know, and very often you hear an actor that I didn't know how to do that. I went to a speech coach or I went to a musician or I went to this and I learned it. So you've also got to be very, very willing as an actor to go and learn something that you never thought you could do, because that could be the difference between having a role or not having a role. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about taking singing lessons. Mm -hmm. um, not that I'm the best singer, but just as to add that on the thing. So I have to look up, you know, where to take singing lessons. And um, even if it's online, I guess. And, uh, you know, start that. Um, if I were, you know, I watched uh, one... You know, and even if you want to do something else, like later on, uh, you can kind of make your own stuff, too. A lot of yeah. actors have also made their own web series or uh, yeah. movies and stuff, yeah. like Ben Affleck made Goodwill Hunting. Um, and who else? George Lucas made Star Wars, and nobody yes. thought that would be successful. Yes. Well, he's not an actor, he's a director, but mm -hmm. it's still, you know, somewhere yeah. in that, you know, field. Um, Leonard Kenny started out as a, as a TV show on Hulu and that started out as a web series. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of people actually uh, made their own career. Yes. Always Sunny in Philadelphia is another one that started out as three people, uh, had a video camera and, uh, now they you know, made their own careers as actors and, um, it's gone on for 12 season seasons. So yes, yeah, you can make your own stuff. Um, I watched an interview with off camera, Sam Jones, I forget his name, but basically what stuck out with me from that was so he made it as he was on a tv show was i think it's like a sitcom or something a comedy he's like you know i made it as an actor and i've always liked music so even if nobody really i'm going to have some listeners to my music is what he said but even if i'm not like a super famous musician or singer you know i always have those some listeners and i always like music so i just do it for the fun and the people that do want to listen right um he's like i'm not worried about having a career or having money because I already have that established as an actor. And so, I mean, you know, you can always, you know, invest in yourself. And if you want to do music or make your own, you know, I don't know, TV show or something, even if it's a web series, you can always like kind of elaborate on that more later on and kind of just, you know, once you establish yourself as an actor, you kind of just invest in yourself and do something that you've always, you know, if there's anything you always wanted to do and, you know, do that more. Right. You know, I, later you on. Know, and the thing is today, you know, self-promotion, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, uh, actors go on talk shows to promote the mm -hmm. latest movie or to promote themselves. And you have to be willing to do that. And as a young actor, you know, it, having your own YouTube and putting up different skits and different characters up there, you know, your own reels, mm -hmm because you don't know who's going to be watching those or share those. And you might just hit the nail on the head of a particular character they want. So there's an awful lot of self-promotion that one has to do, like podcasts and YouTubes and things like that, because it doesn't come looking for you. You have to be available to go looking for it, don't you? Yeah, 
you know, with COVID, you know, I didn't travel. I mean, I went to Philadelphia a few times in July to work with my acting coach. Since then, I actually haven't gone to New York or Philly. Uh, I used to go to New York City like at least twice a month or more. Um, and, you know, Philadelphia, I used to travel quite a bit. Uh, but since COVID, I actually haven't done that much. And I haven't been anywhere since July, um, you know, outside of, you know, Northern Virginia. And, um, you know, not even, well, from D.C. like twice, but, you know, not for acting. Uh, anyways, you know, so I haven't really traveled that much like I used to for acting. So being stuck here, I was like, you know, what can I do, you know, like make my own film pr projects and mm -hmm. do my own, you know, film and, you know, I don't know, just whatever comes to mind. Uh, so I started my own um, web series uh, called Crooked. Well, I was going to do No Good Deeds, but there's already a movie called No Good Deeds. Right. I was like, well, I looked it up. They, you know, it, it would be okay because the, the title of, uh, it said the title of TV shows and movies are not copyrighted themselves. So you could take that, but it might cause a little controversy later on, especially if it gets enough, you know, yes. enough um, audience oh. and notoriety. So I was like, well, maybe I should change the name just because I don't want to deal with that later on. Because you never know. Nope. Uh, so I don't need it, to invite uh, the conflict. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah and you know i mean maybe one day well you know we'll see where it goes um so i put that on youtube uh under for life well the youtube channel for life entertainment because i was making my also making my own short film mm -hmm. um which i still have to finish but uh, i have about three episodes of uh, crooked people um and you know you can search for that on youtube I also started my own um, since they took cops and uh, what was it cops and live PD off the year. I always, I, oh, I mean, one of the other careers I really thought about was being a police officer until I decided, well, well, it's all, I mean, I like helping people, but it's a dangerous job mm -hmm. and you know, it's more than just, you know, trying to like, you know, somebody that needs help. It's, you know, there could be, you know, you might have to risk your life to stop somebody that, is putting other people's lives in danger. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't like that so much. I could be an actor and do the same thing. And then I could be a family guy the next time. And, you know, there's going to be a million things in their lifetime. Um, but I always admired and had fascination for the courage and uh, bravery of that. And so that's why I liked, you know, cops and live PD and seeing as how that's not on the air anymore. That's taken off of TV. Um, you know, for, uh, you know, stuff that happened uh you yeah, know that they thought it was better to take that off i kind of started my own like media news um youtube and instagram a uh, youtube channel uh called responders 911 and then the instagram is called that as well under you know media slash news company and you know i kind of just drive around here because uh, i'm like is it legal to film um like first responders and it's totally legal to film versus first responders seeing is how it can kind of be a touchy subject if you know there's something going on with police and people may yeah. not want to be on social media dealing with police uh you know well maybe one day we'll see about that uh right. and dan abrams said they'll bring back live pd so then they probably will bring back cops and live pd one day but you know yeah at some point in time once it's kind um, of reconfigured anyways, itself so i so, yeah. Um, 
so, you know, maybe the police stuff is kind of, you know, uh, not so entertaining right now. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't really focus on that. I mostly focus on like fire department and EMS because I still do live rescue. I mean, you know, you're like, if you're, you know, like that's, you know, I, I don't know why, you know, fire department and EMS is more okay than police, but I mean, I guess it is. They still have live rescue and, you know, like, uh, the first episode I have for Responders 911 is I was in Philadelphia one day when I was going to my acting coach's uh, class and there was a bunch of fire trucks and I stopped by and I was like, you know, oh, okay, maybe it's just, you know, there, there's a fire alarm. No, it was actually a second alarm fire and they're breaking the windows and, you know, doing all this, you know, stuff like you would see on TV. And I'm like, oh, wow. And, and then everybody started, like, there's like a whole crowd there everybody started filming and so I started filming too and I put it on YouTube and it got 83 you know 83 views mm -hmm. and it got 500 over 500 views on Instagram and I was like okay that was last July so I kind of just kept making a mini series you know and whenever I see something going on you know I film it and it's kind of become a just a fun you know thing that I always like that kind of work and I can you know I mean if I film it, you know, I don't have to be the police officer, firefighter, EMS, you know, I can kind of just film it. And I always, I always thought, I'm like, how does a person on cops or live PD get the camera job? Cause I always like film and camera stuff. So I'm like, maybe, you know, if I don't make it as an actor, maybe I could be the camera person, yes. you know, filming the stuff going on, like kind of like a reporter. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still involved in TV and film in some way. Right. Um, yeah, and, it's being you know, part so of that I don't world. know, you know, so I kind of just started doing my own. Right. I mean, oh, you, you don't did? know, you don't know where things are going. So to I kind of just started. Uh, yeah. Um, so I kind of always started, you know, uh, I always thought of that. So I started my own, you know, kind of just filming thing. Um, you know, as I, as I see things, especially in the cities. Um, and a lot of people film stuff in the city, so it's not too unusual there anyway. Um, I mean, it's good if you can represent. You know, so uh, and uh, yeah, my mom's like, you could be a host for a TV show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know, know what? And I've been told that like my mom's like, you know, you, you like talking, you're like you, mm -hmm. you should be like a game show host, right? Or a host for a TV show. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll be the no, a new host of a, you know, I don't know, Cots or something. Or, right. But well, under a different name. So. <clears throat> you, you know, know under under we'll the. See. I mean, you never know where you're going to make your career. No. Anything possible. Um, and the thing is right now, you know, we're hearing all the bad stories about cops and the, the good cops and the good fire people and the good first responders. Mm. We don't see enough about that. And I think if we could actually see what they go through <laughs> on a daily basis, the impact that they have, the people that they save, we know we focus always on the bad apples and those bad apples need to be eliminated they have to go uh, because they will infect the rest of the barrel. But if we could actually show the stories of the courageousness, of the impact they have on the community, uh, of you know, risking their own lives for other people, I think we would be more appreciative. It's, we don't need to always focus the sensationalism. I think as a, a humanity, we're craving more celebrating the heroes rather than more bad news so if you can get that camera on those yeah. that are really doing the stuff that really makes a difference in our community and represent them 
I think you're on to something because we don't see enough of it. Well, like with Responders 911 that I said, um, well, I mean, I film stuff with the YouTube channel, but the Instagram has more content than just, mm. you know, filming, you know, an accident or something that I go, you know, drive by or a fire in Philadelphia. You know, I post like uh, people that have maybe, if the police department's looking for a wanted person, so mm. maybe, or a, or a missing person. So maybe it's, you know, it could help find the missing child, kind of like live rescue has a missing segment for, right you know missing children uh or somebody's wanted that has done something bad you know i mean and there's some kind of victim out there that wants you know uh, obviously i mean at least i would think i i'm guessing that they want you know closure or to see yes. them you know face justice so you know maybe that could help i don't i, I mean i have 73 followers on the instagram but um, yeah, I mean, you never know, and a lot of people might share it, and that could help, you know, catch somebody that uh, did somebody wrong, and, um, you, you know, like, that, like, somehow might help the person that, you know, you never I guess, know. feel yeah. like something was done, and that, you know, uh, yeah, so something like that, and, you know, I've posted, I mean, I post all sorts of things, you know, so, so, so trying to help, you know, what they post, you know, get out there. Um, I post, uh, like recently there was unfortunately a firefighter that passed away mm. in I think where I live uh, in Sterling. So I posted that and people liked that, Like, you know, they, they showed respect, you know, yes. that, that was something different that I posted showing respects for that. And, you know, it's like kind of, um, saying something, I mean, I really just copy what the fire department posts. So it's not my own words. Um, and I kind of just say what they say. I mean, I can't say it better than them. So, mm -hmm. you know, just something memorable and, you know, just really what they say. And I don't think I could say it better. So I'm like, you know, you know, it's, it's something to know that they'll be remembered. Um, I post, you know, like, oh, like recently there was a, a two police officers got an award in uh, Leesburg Police Department where I, you know, where I live um, in this area. It's a town. And so they got two awards. And so, you know, I'll post stuff like that. You know, I post all sorts of things. So it's sometimes, you know, it's, I don't know if you want to call it good or bad, but it, it's just, you know, life, you know, the accidents happen. There's, you know, awards. There's all sorts of things I post. So that's the way I uh, have, see responders 911 is not just the bad, but like they're a person, they have a life, you know, kind of the stories they tell, and you know how they help people and if they you know if that's running into a burning building or catching somebody that you know shouldn't be out in the public you know just kind of i always had uh, the idea for responders 911 since july just it's um it, it's not just about the bad stuff or mm -hmm. you know oh yes there's like a terrible accident or there's you know th them chasing somebody down and tackling them it's I try to go beyond that and right. show a different side, I guess, of um, just the whole kind of being a everyday hero. Cause there is right. no Batman. There's no Superman, mm -hmm. you know, people, you know, especially with COVID uh, when I drive past the fire department, it says heroes live here. I mean, yes. really they do, yes. you know, I, even before COVID, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have the courage to do that. So right. basically I just feel that, you know, I want to see them as more as a hero. And that's what I kind of have the idea. If anybody ever, really wanted to like maybe netflix i don't know um 
really wanted to get serious about it with me or maybe a TV network, I would be like, I want responders 911 only to be seen as basically going beyond yeah. just doing their duty and trying to show in a different aspect, I guess I could say. Right. So kind of like cops, but... Yeah. The other side of it, yeah. And it's... Yeah, going beyond that. Yeah, we, we don't yeah. want to always see the arrest, you know, um, and especially the way arrests have been done. You yeah. know, we, want, we want to see... <laughs> you know, the cops that step up in the community, like I'm from England and the yeah. um, the English cops used to just be known in the community, you know, Mr. Plot. He'd be plotting around, everybody would know him and nobody would be afraid of him. And if they needed to call him for anything, they could. Right. So it was um, we don't yeah. have enough of that good feel stuff around out there. Oh, celebrating the work that they're doing with not just the first responders. I mean, we've got the nurses and the doctors during COVID right now. There's, there's a lot that you could do right now interviewing people like this that are the first responders and create a movie out of it. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, whether it's reality TV or you know, like a movie or something or a documentary. I mean, there's, yes. yeah, there's a lot you could do with that and um, be more appreciated. Yes, most certainly. And, you know, it's the fact that you are willing to be versatile, you know, not just as an actor, but, you know, that maybe to be behind the camera, maybe to be an investigative reporter, you know, it's it shows your versatility, which is A, the versatility in roles, but also where you want to be. Basically, you want to be around the camera, whether it's in front of it or behind it, and you want to see what unfolds. <laughs> so as an actor, it's what unfolds, or if you're <laughs> recording a story, it's what unfolds. And this is, uh, this is good because it means that you're open to various things, you know, not just sticking in one lane. And if you're open to many lanes, you, you go down one <laughs> lane for now, and it could lead you to another lane, but it's just being diverse is uh, and versatile which is really important in an, in an, any of entertainers world yeah definitely i mean i'm open to um you know really you know anything that uh has to do with tv or film or um i mean i guess modeling is more when you're young and you know like no, that no, doesn't no, like no, last no. too long no, um, no, no, they're modeling today like is all modeling, the people. Like, <laughs> really? Oh, gosh, I yes. Guess. Uh, but I always, you know, I used to think modeling, you know, when you're young, has kind of like a, a short lifespan. It's young, and then when you get older, it's like, ah, oh, well, what do I do now? You know, that, that's no, but, outdated, you know. Yeah, but um, you're a guy. You know, I'm too old for that. No, you're never end. too old for it. Never too old for it. And then I'm like, well, it. you know, I guess... Yeah, then I'm like, well, I guess I could do acting and modeling at the same time. So mm -hmm. then at least you're not just focusing on one thing. Right. Because, um, I mean, there's, you know, like I always thought there's, you know, commercials. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could do. So if you kind of just do everything at the same time, uh, you're not stuck, you know, wondering what to do later on. Right. And the um, thing is today. Because, I mean, they all kind of, you know, have to do with one. Yeah, they're all under one another. umbrella. Yeah. And the thing is today when we're not... Um, emphasizing the ageism so much and there are plenty of people 
that are older actresses and actors and there are plenty of models especially a male model you start getting the gray hair and a few wrinkles you know that's okay because it's character and uh, so age isn't a barrier at all it's a question of how good are you at your craft that's where the emphasis is and there's been there was a guy the other day he was in his 70s i even think he'd been homeless he had long gray hair and he went out there and he stretched his stuff on the thing and he was an absolute hit so it's never there is never too old to to do anything so don't put age on anything well yeah no i guess yeah i have learned that that you're never too old to do anything you know better now than never you know um yep. and yeah, yeah. Some people get started doing, you know, what they have become, you know, known for something later on in life. Uh, so, you know, age is, yeah, I guess it's really not a, a factor for anything. And that's also one thing that I've learned is, you know, you just get out there and you do it. And um, yeah, you, you know, age is nothing. No, nope. you know? no. Nope. You do it when the time is right. Right. And I'm a prime example of that. <laughs> you, know, you have different chapters in your life, right? And different experiences. And you never know what it's going to lead to. If you had told me I was going to do my own podcast network and do this for nine years, I wouldn't have known what you were talking about. But I was willing and open to try yeah. something new. And here I am nine years later, right? So it's willingness to always try something new. And you can have, you know... Um, boundaries as to what you will and will not do because you must never lose the core of you you can be versatile in many characters but don't lose the core of you uh, but don't limit yourself ever because you never know what your next chapter is going to be in life or where it's going to take you so it's always about that refinement refine what you can do now what you love to do now refine it into something that you can really present and then that will attract the attention of whomever it needs to attract the attention to and lead you on another path. Yeah. Yeah. So like I say, you know, always keep an open mind and um, everything's an opportunity. Everything's a possibility. So everything just, you know, you, life is an adventure and, you know, you see where it takes you. Yes. Yes, and just, you know, as you're doing with this filming, don't forget to even film yourself in different characters and different roles because it becomes part of your resume reel, right? So this is what you can be doing during COVID, practicing different voices, different styles, different personas. It's like when you get the lull time, this is the time to kind of really do as much practicing as possible because you know once COVID is over, there's going to be foot to the pedal of roles opening up, yeah. right? So it's That's time right. to, to perfect your instrument the best way you can and have those roles and reels out there of different roles and different personas. And then that means that people will be, you know, you're ready to be received, right? Don't start it then, start it now. Preparation. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I kind of did with No Good Deeds is, you know, being stuck here, um, you know, doing uh, a guy that's more of like a thug and then a guy that's more, well, like a new thug and a guy that's more um, 
experienced and not not why do I call it no good deeds? Uh, crooked people. I'm sorry. Right. Crooked people is a new name. Um, yeah. So and then a guy that's like more of an experienced um, like thug or um, you know bad guy uh, that like has like fake IDs and mm -hmm. you, you know whatever gets hired to do you know like questionable things. Um, and, and you know, I'm, so far I'm the only actor in it, and it's all me. So right, um, it's I'm your playing real. all the characters. Yeah, exactly. But you're showing your versatility, right? Yeah. And then also having, you know, your responders nine one one. That shows another side of you. You've also got your commercial, which is another mm -hmm. side of you. You've also got your the and your music. All of that needs mm -hmm. to go into your reel because that shows the diversity of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I probably could, you know, touch up on the music a bit, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. More versatile you are, then um, I think the longer you'll stay in the industry and yes. the more opportunities you have. And the thing is, is don't look to becoming you know, the, the $30 million a movie type actor because, you know, they could be the hot stuff for the moment and then dwindle. If you could be a working actor or working in the industry solidly, that is going to give you the longevity. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm looking to be is, you know, the working actor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I enjoy my days off and I enjoy, you know, when I go to work. And so I really don't work, you know, a day in my life. Yeah, right, I always exactly. enjoy what I do. Um, and whether that's a working actor or a $30 million actor, I mean, you know, either way is, you know, perfectly fine with me. Right. You know, I'm, you know, happy with being a working actor uh, just as much as anything else. So, yes. Yeah. And as you said, you, you have know, no idea the, where the it's point going is to have a career and, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, somehow or another, have a career and uh, wherever that takes me, um, as long as I have that career and I'm making it somehow, uh, yeah, everything is good. Okay. How do people follow you? How did they get hold of you? Um, my Instagram name is uh, real or, yeah, real underscore thorn underscore C. Um, my Facebook page is uh, Thorn Castillo. Let me just look that up. Um, and my emails are thorncastillo1 at yahoo.com. And well, that's more of a personal one, but you know, you can use that too. I use it for various things. Uh, more of a professional one, I guess, is the one I've been talking on you with, um, emailing back and forth. It's thorncastillo at yahoo.com. Um, I mentioned the YouTube channels uh, for that stuff. Um, I, do you want my number, I guess? I mean, no, that's My that, number that's is 540686. No. Okay. No, okay. That's a question yeah, if you, you want yeah, to put okay. it out there I to people. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, I wasn't sure, but I was like, I, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, so not that. Um, and do you have a website? Um, do you have a website? Uh, well, if you look up Thorn Castillo, uh, on Wix.com, it's my, you know, or it's like my acting coach made it because I right. signed on for the professional actor series a while back, uh, you know, last year or so he made it. So I think it's 
um, John Pilata, uh, or John Pilata, uh, Wix.com, Thorn Castillo. I think if you look up Thorn Castillo, it should just show up. Um, okay. But but also the link is in my Instagram for the my website uh, for the the Wix and as well as my uh, Facebook page, so you right. can find it there too. Good. Well, I wish you a lot of luck. You know, it is as I said, this is the time to to use your time to put, you know, experiment, you experiment in front of the mirror, experiment with filming yourself, and then putting it all together on your website because that's where people go to see all of you, and uh, just to to show people how versatile, you know, you are and what you're willing to do because that opens up so many more doors than if you're just a one trick pony. So the yeah. more you, you know, the more you refine your, your gift, uh, the more open it will be to abundant work. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I look forward to what's to come and what the future holds, endless possibilities. Exactly. Just keep an open mind, right? And keep driving forward. Thanks so much for sharing with mm -hmm. us here today. Glad, you know, uh, glad to be here and, you know, having, for, uh, having me on the show and, um, you know, for this opportunity. It was um, pretty cool and my first interview ever. Well, there you so, go. Yeah, more to come. Great. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, in the future. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. You get get good at this, uh, right? You'll be doing a lot of them in the future. <laughs> okay. So thank you very yeah, much. Nice, for meeting, being uh, nice to meet you, Phil. Nice to meet you too. And until next time, folks, remember, if you really want it bad enough, you'll do whatever you need to do to get there. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here at selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.